so now we're going to talk Streets of Rage 4. Uh, so I told you I played it three times. On my second playthrough, I decided to make a thing, a list of things I love about the game. And okay. also I made a list of things I want in the game. Okay. Yeah. And the first thing I put that I love about the game is the art style. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful art style. Yeah, it looks amazing. And it looks, it runs perfect on the Switch as well. Yeah, it's a gorgeous looking game. Uh, yeah. it, it's what I expect the Streets of Rage to look like in modern graphics with 2D animation. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be able to tell you that, but yeah, it looks just as good. I mean, looking at the previous games, this looks like, yeah, it evolved just perfectly. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I'm not that good with music, but on the second playthrough, I decided to blast my TV with the music. Um, and I, it kind of, to me, the way I I received the music, it kind of sounded like jazz and dubstep sometimes. I don't know. How would you qualify that music? I don't know. Uh... It has some of its old style from the first two games, like electronic like music. It does have dubstep, which is only a few songs had that, but mm-hmm. the old games was more electronic music, old yeah. like neon like music, electronic music. Yeah. I do like how I add jazz, which I think it, it adds some spice to it. The jazz that we, it's funny how they played the jazz section in the bar section, which is funny because the song in the second game in the bar section it had kind of a jazzy style to it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I see, I see. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was. It was amazing. I kept on putting my. I was playing in handheld the first two stages, but the handheld was not that loud. So I doctored the switch, and I blessed my TV. And I kept on putting the volume up because it. Oh, it was amazing. You know, and it, it really gets you more into the game. You know, so yeah. that's all I can I mean, tell you. It's perfect music. You know? The music is really good. Like. Hey, Yuzo Koshiro did come back, but he did, he did get other composers to help him out as well. But he did a really good job. They did they did a really good job on this one. I don't mm-hmm. like this one too, but I think it's about as good as the first game, which is which is actually a compliment because the first game, so the music is really good. Like mm-hmm. I I love, I love Estelle's battle theme. Like her boss theme is really good. I love the sixth stage Chinatown stage. I mm-hmm, love that. Yeah. I love the thing where you're before you fight the before Shiva before you fight Shiva in that in the boss fight. The area where you have to fight those nukes, that theme is so awesome. I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I can tell I'm going to go back on YouTube and listen to some of these soundtracks. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, even even maybe when I'm running. But yeah, I got to re-listen to them and add them to my playlist. because. I recommend yeah. you listen to Streets of Rage 2 soundtrack because there's a lot yeah. of good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do want to go back. Yeah. yeah. They're really good. Um, okay, good. It's a gorgeous-looking game. Uh those, yeah, from my point of they run pretty smooth also. So, you know. Yeah, you know, that's one of the things I wanted to discuss later on, the online portion, uh, but we'll get to that later on because yeah. I, we had a couple of issues last night playing, but we'll get to it later. Yeah. Um, so another thing I added to my things I love about this game is uh, I love, I mean, I'm pretty sure all Streets of Rage 4, all Streets of Rage games have the, have, it has a great replay value. Uh, yeah. I've never beaten a game three times. And maybe it's because this game is so short, you can beat it like in two hours, but it's yeah. just so addicting, right? And I love that the point system kind of encourages you to keep playing, keep beating the game, do the arcade portion, so you can get more points and unlock more characters, right? The classic characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So amazing replay value. Yeah, it does. Uh, the old yeah. games have replay values as well, because they're yeah, pretty short. Yeah. yeah, I think the second game is the best out of the three, well, of, the, of the original three, because... Okay, and I think the fourth one is the best one out of the four. Uh, 
I have to I have to play a little bit more of it to see if I yeah. do like two. I mean, I think it's better than two in terms of just almost everything except for the music. But yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll check out the second one soundtrack. Um, the another thing I I love about this game is everything has a purpose. You know, like the money has a purpose. At first, I was, I didn't really when we first got into the game last night. I really didn't know what the money was for. And then yeah. you see, okay, it's the point system. Okay, you get more points than me sometimes. Sometimes I get more points than you at the end of the, each stage. But then afterwards, it's like, oh, no, I'm unlocking characters with these points. You know, the money that I'm get, getting, you know. So, yeah. yeah, now it encourages me to, like, bring everything. Even if I have full health, even if I'm not looking for food, I want to look for money, you know. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, everything uh, In the previous games, they have money also. They had a purpose also because um, I believe in the first game, I don't know if they changed I can't tell with the other games, but the first game, if you get like, what was it, 40,000 or 50,000 points? I think it was 50,000 points. If you get 50,000 points, you get an extra life. Mm, yeah, yeah. You see, that's also in this game, you know, where it tells so, yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, but the weird thing is uh, in 4, you have to get 80,000, which is like, whoa, that's actually further than in the previous games. Because I think the second game was the max, I think, was 60,000, or unless it was 50,000. I can't remember, but it was between those two realms. And I think the same thing in the third game. But it's so weird that for uh, it's uh, eight eighty thousand, which is like whoa, that's a lot. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it is, it is. But I mean, it, it gets to a point where if you play it enough, you kind of get really good at avoiding or getting to know each enemy. So yeah. you it, it got to a point by like my third playthrough where I was like, I was playing very conservative, barely taking any damage. Um, yeah, yeah. So you, I mean, I I can see why it's eighty thousand. I'm not gonna need those an extra life, you know, once you get good enough. But mm-hmm. um so now I want to get kinda into the combat. Okay, now I have a list of things that I love about the combat. Okay. I previously I mentioned the art style, the music, the story mode, you know, the points, the replay values, everything. I want to get into talk- the combat. We did not talk about the story mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kinda like we'll skim over that. You know, this is I like that the story mode you could play it online. Um yeah. but I I wanted to mention that later. You know, but yeah. Yeah, everything everything's connected to later on because in the list of things that I want in Street of Rage, I guess five or maybe DLC. I doubt they'll do DLC for this, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so combos. I love the combos. I love that you don't have to be constantly just like do 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 like attacking nonstop to get a combo. It's like you can turn around, walk for a little bit, hit, 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 turn around, hit, 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 you know, it's not everything has to be consecutive, perfect and everything. It's just until you get hit. And as long as there's not like a long wait between the hit. I mean, between each hit, yes. Yeah, so, and that's how you get more points, just by racking up your combos, and don't get hit, because you, you still earn points, but when you earn those amount of hits, it adds, it adds to your points in your point system, which is yeah. why, uh, at the time, uh, my first playthrough, I thought, oh my god, 80,000, that's crazy. But my second playthrough, I didn't finish it, but um, I was paying attention to the point system, I'm like, oh, okay, so the more combos, and without getting hit, or taking too long, uh, you'll be able to have just enough points to add, get an extra life. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. That, that made my worry the first time, like, a non-existent because I think it's pretty cool. The combo system is great. I I was hoping they would do that because uh, the, the other uh, other games, you couldn't you couldn't combo fighters. So, I'm glad that this game did the same thing, too. Yeah. yeah. I, do, I do like that. And also, uh, one little thing is... Uh, I'm glad they made the buttons uh, separate. Like you, you can grab uh, with the um, 
a button instead of just the same button as the punch button because all three games uh, to grab items is this punch button. So there are times where you're trying to hit an enemy, but you accidentally grab an item instead, which I'm like, mm, that's annoying. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I mean, I cannot imagine playing that way. So, yeah, yeah. that is that is another gripe I wanted to get into is the, the grab button. I don't like that there's no grab but Yeah, I I got used to it in the older games, so it, it doesn't bother me in this one. Yeah, I kind of worked around it where I jab the enemy, they kind of get stunned, and you just walk towards them, you pick them up, boom. Yeah, I mean, that's what I did in the older games as well. Although, yeah. the uh-huh. game introduced the stun, like the stun animation, because the other games, they had a stun, but it, it lasted like a like a second or two. This one lasted a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's the way I do pick up, like, boom, stun them, pick them up, hit them a little bit, suplex, right? I would have um, preferred a grab button because Double Dragon Neon had that, which the other trouble with the, the previous games before Neon, uh, from my playthroughs, I only played like one, two, th- uh, one, two, um, and uh, I don't know that Battletoads counts, but I played the first two NES, both NES and the arcade versions, and you had to get close to them, or technically you had to press uh, the kick button to do that, but it was kind of random because you had to get really close. Mm-hmm. But Neon, uh, when you stun the enemies, you can grab them. You can't grab them when they're normal because nothing happens. But when you mm-hmm. stun them, you grab them and you just throw them, which is pretty handy. So I, w- I would have liked that they, they, they would have done the same thing as Streets of Rage 4. Actually, I, I would compare this game to Streets of Rage, uh, Streets of Rage 4 to Double Dragon Neon later because... Um, there were some things where I wish they could have borrowed from Neon, if I'm just being honest. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, I would like to hear about that. Yeah, those... Yeah, I do like that. I do wish... Yeah, the grab is not a big deal, right? It's just like, you work around it, but I do wish you'd be like jumping grab and stuff like that, but you can't do that, right? Yeah. Uh, um, but next item I have that I like about the combat is catching items mid-air. I love it when they throw a little, like, a bomb at you, a grenade, whatever. You can catch it, throw it right back, right? So you kind of get used to that, you know. As soon as you see something flying across the screen, you press the A button, you grab it, boom, throw it back, right? Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, it, got, it got pretty funny. My little nephew loved it as well, you know. He was he was freaking out about, you know, catching the enemy's items and everything. So yeah, that's pretty fun. Um, I love the variety of combat. You know, yeah. I love that there's several different special attacks. Um, yeah, and I would spam them. Even though, it, you know, there's a downside that it takes away a little bit of your health, but you can always kind of regain that health, you know. It, it takes yeah. it away only if you get hit. And, yeah. you know, yeah, so I would spam it, play conservatively, try to get my life back, and try spamming it again, you know. So you got to play it smart. I think it's a great idea that it takes away your life away, you know, because yeah. that way you're not just spamming it the whole game, you know. Yeah, I, I didn't notice the health regeneration part when you use it until my second playthrough. Like, oh, you can regenerate health. That's pretty cool. Yes, yes. And I love that. I love that as well. That sometimes, you know, it goes along with the story that sometimes they just drop you somewhere and you only have half health and have, you know, health that you can regenerate. Yeah. And you, yeah, you have to regenerate that health. And I love that. I love it. I mean, it's something so simple, but, you know, it's it's, it's genius, you know. Yeah. Yes, yes. And another thing, I mean, I'm pretty sure all the Streets of Rage games have this, but I love the attacking backwards, you know, just... All, all of them have that. This first game had that, second game, third game, all of them have mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, especially when you're playing single player, they all like to get crowded around you, all the enemies like to crowd around you, so you yeah. you combo in front, hit hit the guy in the back, let him know he's still there, boom, 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 you know. 
keep fighting. I love that. I love that part. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, and then I have two more things I love about the combat. Okay, I know this is something so small, but I love the wrecking ball. I love that you can use your environment to attack the enemies, right? Oh, yeah, mm, I do. I'm trying to remember. No, the other games didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's there was nothing about the only yeah like like the only comparison I can say is like when you're in an elevator you you can throw them off the elevator or throw them off the cliffs like those uh, violent spits but mm-hmm. that counts as a I mean it's not a using a, the environment as a weapon but using the environment to your usage when there's too many enemies. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I I understand. Okay. And then lastly, the last thing I enjoy about the combat is the uh, the the items, right? I love that sometimes there's just a random item you only see once in the game, like the little squeaky, the mop. You know, yeah. that's just so random. You can only use it once. I love that. You know, it's and it's specifically for that stage. But yeah, yeah, I, items. You know, I I love every item. Every item. You no, know, well, I love it when I get to use it, right? <laughs> you know, when there's like the acid bomb. Even though, even that, I I kind of hesitate to to use that myself because sometimes I throw it, and it doesn't even throw it that far. You know, it lands right in front of you, and you you land. You just walk a little bit, and you land on top of it, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I do kind of have my gripes with the bombs, but you know, as long as you use it effectively, it's super fun. It's really helpful. Yeah, um, yeah every item has a unique feature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing I wish they did not brought back from the dark game was giving uh, item like weapons health. I because the first two games you can use as much as you can. Well, the second game is when you go to a different area, like the the transition areas, that it, that was introduced in the second game. Mm-hmm. Well, you couldn't bring the weapons there because they just suddenly disappear. I don't know why, but... But <laughs> your weapons, but they never run out. The only time that they disappear is when you drop them. You, you know, if you drop them too many times, they disappear. That's fine. But using them, you can use them as much as you want as long as you don't drop it. That's interesting. Like, I kind of I kind of like that it's not just unlimited. Like, when you throw... Right here in Street for Rage 4, when you throw the knife once, it goes away. Yeah. And I kind of like that, you know, because then I, I would just be standing it if I'm honest. Like, um, well, because um, I think with what Fork does that the other games do is like, you can use it as much as you can, but the good luck like being surrounded by enemies and you might potentially drop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, because the other games, yeah, you say that, but later in the game, like it's not that forgiving. So if yeah. you, you know, as your player smart, well, you can, you can have the weapon as long as you can. So mm-hmm. I would have liked it if they did the in four because I didn't like that in three where weapons out of nowhere just had health and I mean I wasn't a fan of that in three and unfortunately it it's it kind of did bother me for it not that much because you know you have enough weapons in the game that it doesn't matter yeah but I liked it they they bring that back because they yeah could be fair they, they do last longer in four than they did in three which three was just like what <laughs> wow yeah oh yeah yeah um yeah I didn't I didn't realize that. You know, but I think the health of the weapons is perfect. I, I haven't had a single complaint about that. I mean, I do wish that I could use the spear longer because the spear is kind of overpowered. But um, yeah. yeah, it's it's fine for me. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the combat for me. You know, yeah. now I mean, I guess the only question I have for you before we go into the things I want is in Streets of Rage Four DLC or Streets of Rage Five, whenever it comes. Hopefully, not another twenty years, but. Yeah. Um, the last thing I wanted to ask you is like, do you have a favorite character already or no? Uh, I actually started to like Adam a lot. Adam, yes, yes, yes. yes. So, that, 
the only thing I wish the, the combat did was the dash, because only Adam can dash, or at least like you know, yeah, yeah, dash. I wish yeah. the other can do that too, because I don't think it's broken. Yeah, the three introduced, you know, running, which was cool, but um, if they if they weren't if they weren't going to bring back running, I would have been okay if every character could dash, because I think it, to me it adds it would add to the game. Like it wouldn't it would not to me it it would not make the game broken. It just wouldn't help because. Sometimes, uh, especially the bosses, they they're a little too fast for you, so it's kind of annoying when you have to keep up with them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was like then the first two games, but I can forgive for those. But in four, it's like, okay, Adam can dash, but oh, God forbid the other characters can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, know I complained earlier that uh, in the third game it kind of made skate. I'm not complaining, but like I mentioned in the third game, they made skate kind of like, worthless because now everybody can dash. But I mean, it mm-hmm. could have been cool if. Um, each character had their own special speciality for like dash. Like maybe like Blaze could have dashed twice, and maybe she could do some sp- special cool little moves here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and you can make it look pretty too. Like Cherry, the guitar player, like she can like dash on top of her guitar real quick. Yeah, do a cool little animation. Yes, yeah. Adam, Street of Rage Four, he was my favorite. Like I do love the dash. You know, I love his little special attack with a little uh, mm-hmm. wolf at the end. Yeah, I love that. But what ended up being my favorite character. And what I ended up using for the my whole playthrough for single player was Adam from Street of Rage One. Oh really? Yeah, it just it felt for some reason it felt like his jumping attack was so overpowered. Like no matter what, the jumping attacking ladies like it felt like it just overpowered them no matter what. Even if they started jumping and attacking before me, I I always overpowered them right. And you know everybody has the same special attack in Street of Rage One characters, but. I mean, it's it's a perfect special. It works just as as well as any other special, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So that, okay, so my favorite character is Adam Street of Rage One. Mm-hmm. Um, yours is regular Adam Street of Rage Four. But I do have a, I do like Axel because one thing I actually noticed in my second playthrough that I actually ended up doing in my playbacks of the, the older games. Well, it doesn't work in the third game that much, but basically, but uh, Axel. When you do like the the first kick, when you do a combo with the first kick, they're stunned, right? Mm-hmm. Well, doing the second kick, I I stop for a second and I keep punching them, and then I could uh, combo them pretty well because uh, yeah. I that you can you can actually lock them. Well, you can lock them at four, but they will end up falling because they don't want you to do that. Because in the other ga- first two games, you can actually do that. You can lock them by just constantly punching them before you do their second kick. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that kind of made the game. I I didn't I didn't know it until I played four. When I went when I played four, and then then I went back to the older games. It's like, oh my god, you can lock these guys by just punching them repeatedly mm-hmm. without finishing your combo. Which I'm like, wow, that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, but okay. I I didn't know that my first my first time. I never know that before until I played four. So mm-hmm. that's pretty. But it's only useful when it's like a single enemy. When it's a group of enemies, don't even bother because you're gonna you're gonna get punched no matter what. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Okay, okay. So, is there anything that you love specifically that you want to mention that I didn't mention, or from Street to Rage Four, or you want to move on to the things that I want in the next Street to Rage? Uh, I guess um, I guess minor minor gripes. Uh, I'm a little annoyed that uh, the bosses um, they're not only they're I mean they're always like that, but it's it's a little bit worse here because not only they're faster, but I swear to goodness, uh, sometimes they're attacked. A little too difficult to dodge considering the fact uh, their hitboxes are really huge. Mm-hmm. And also, they can also they do this way too often. They they break your attacks. I mean, I understand if you don't want to corner them because you know that would be a little too unfair. 
But even when you're just trying to do regular attacks, they just break your attack out of nowhere. Yeah. Which, yeah. I think they do it. I would have been okay with it, but they do it way too often in the game, which gets, it gets annoying after a while. Okay. okay. Yeah, I did have that small gripe with bosses. Um, I didn't really add this to my list, but now that you bring it up, like, I did notice that for me, the hardest boss was the commissioner. When he gets mad, when he gets angry, when he's under his last quarter of life, he just spams grabbing you, right? And yeah. it's not a big deal. If you just walk up and down, you avoid him. But it's like you probably won't get to hit him for that much. Like You have to be very conservative with how much you hit him if you want to avoid his attack. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like the first, the first, you know, 11 bosses, um, they all feel like the same difficulty to me. I expect it to be a little bit tougher each time, but it's like, you know, they all feel the same to me. They have they each have their own little unique thing that they do, but you know, they, it doesn't. It never felt like it got harder for me. Um, mm. Yeah, that, that's a little small gripe that I have, and not until the last boss, where eventually, you know, Mister Y, he he turns into the robot and everything. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. And he don't hops onto it. Yes, yes. Mm. But yeah, any other issues with the bosses? I don't know. Uh, well, actually, let me get with the enemies. Uh, I I hate shield enemies. And I, I, I never liked them in beat em ups because there's just an annoying factor in them, and this game doesn't change my mind. How about shield enemies? Yeah, I kind of found a way around it. It's, you know, uh, I think I was using Adam's Future Rage 4 jab, jab, jump, and then do the combo, right? Spam the Y button. And it kind of, it kind of works out. Um, it, it takes away the shield, they stun back, and they never get to hit you. Where yeah. if you just walk up to them and you just spam the Y button, you're not going to break their shield and they're going to hit you. And then their shield's going to recover, right? So you got to find a way to break their shield um, yeah. and not let them recover and not let them hit you, yeah. So, it only yeah. when there's a group of enemies. Like, when there, it's just a few of them, it doesn't bother me, but when there's a lot of them, oh, my God, good luck. Yeah, yes. yeah I remember that there's one level where they, there's four surrounding you. Yeah, it is It is pretty annoying, yeah. You kind of have to take it little, little by little, you know. You yeah. kind of have to accept that you are going to lose health. It's just a matter how much, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's it. Like, I don't have that much complaints with the game. Cause honestly, I think the it's a welcome return for the Switcher Rage series. Like, oh yeah, of course. Like, oh god, the start the Dark game came out ninety four. The same yeah. was twenty twenty six years. Wow. Yeah, but yeah, the the previous game came out before I was even born. So. Before we were born. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before I was even a thought. But okay, yeah. okay. So. Another thing I didn't like about, you know, I mean, it's just some small issues that I have with it. It's the long-range attacks. So I was like, if you don't have a weapon, your long-range attacks are going to be pretty limited, you know. And I feel like you can fix it by adding, you know, a longer dash. Maybe each character has, you know, a unique dash. Some characters, the lighter characters, have a longer dash. That's what I mean. Yes, and the dash can also be used for evading. Like, if you're not going to add shielding in the game, evading would be amazing. You know. Oh, okay. Uh, well, is it, I think it's a good time to mention Double Dragon Neon or not yet. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So one thing I love about Double Dragon Neon is none of the none of the Double Dragon games, except for Super Double Dragon, which that one has a block feature, and you can parry them because in that game you block, right? But uh, when you, I think I forgot what button it was, but whenever they hit you and you press like a, I forgot which button it was because I've never played it, but you grab them right and you can just can go well on them. And if there's an enemy behind you, you can kick from behind, and then you continue on with your parrying uh, on the enemies. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Like, you can parry them. Double Dragon Neon doesn't have a block, but what it does is it has a dodge feature. Now, mm-hmm. when you dodge, 
your uh, attack increases for a few seconds. Mm, okay. So, um, yeah, I would have preferred a, a, a dodge. If it's not dodge and block, I would have been okay with that. Because uh, neon, what neon did to the uh, for beat him up for double dragon was, it was it's it was a risk, but it actually it was a good risk. Like you can you can I mean you can finally dash. Even though the third game introduced dashing, uh, it was kind of weird in that game because it was more like um, oh, oh I forgot the name of the game uh, renegade. It was like renegade where you can dash. Mm-hmm. But if I'm off in double dragon three, I haven't played it, but I, I seen I seen like how it is. It's kind of weird. But they did. They did bring it back in Double Dragon Neon. But the thing is, is that I, I thought it was pretty cool because when you dash, you can you can either do a slide kick or like an elbow attack, which is pretty cool. And also, uh, I feel like the com- the combat in, in Double Dragon Neon was better because you, the combo you can actually continuously combo them in the air for as long as you want. In that game, it doesn't it doesn't make it, it doesn't make it easy because it's actually really difficult to pull it off. But it felt so rewarding, and especially with the dodge mechanic, it really, it, to me, it asked the game. Like I just feel like uh, Double Dragon Neon did a lot more for the combat than Streets of Rage Four did. And keep in mind, I played uh, I played Neon before Streets of Rage Four, and um, mm-hmm. I just felt like the combat in that game was they felt they I feel like they did more to it than Streets of Rage Four in comparison. That doesn't mean that Streets of Rage Four's combat's bad. I think it's really well done. Mm-hmm. But because Double Dragon Neon did more for the combat. Than say Streets of Rage Four because Streets of Rage Four is like the old game but a little bit added for the com for combos but it didn't really mm-hmm. change too much from it if that makes any sense besides the special attacks but Double Dragon Neon what it also did is special attacks you have more than one special attack so the special attack can be like a super hurricane kick or it can be like your uh, like a screen nuke or whenever you hit enemy you can recover your health a little bit of health or you, you, what, you, what you do is you collect like tape recorders, right? And there's two of them. One basically gives you special effects, or the other is make your character like stronger, weaker, balance, either one. So there's some grinding, yeah, but you don't have to do that. I mean, you could just not have them for them, but it's pretty handy. It's like it adds to the game for me. Like there's so much to do in that game that I felt like this game could have done that. Like just mm-hmm. add some of those things. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel like, you know, I don't know why they didn't really add certain things, you know, like the dodging, evading, uh, you like, know. I, I mm-hmm. think that would have made the game easy because it, 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 it did not make Double Dragon any easier. It made it more helpful, but yeah. the yeah. game was so hard. Even in easy mode, the game could still, you know, kick your keister. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, and then, yeah, another group, I feel like I don't see why they didn't add it, you know, because you can throw weapons. Um, why why can we not use a gun? Uh, it's funny because in, in Double Dragon Neon you can grab the gun, right? But you don't yeah. shoot it, you whack it with it, which is pretty funny. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, it would have been funny if you can grab the gun and throw it, you know, or yeah. something. But you can also throw it in that game too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like I can grab a knife and throw it, and it does a lot of damage. Like, how come I cannot grab, you know, the guys that look like mob bosses? I cannot grab their guns. And shoot them, you know, just give me like three bullets or something, you know. Also, one thing that Neon did do really well was gimmicks for each level. Like they each level felt so unique in their own way. Like, you, like the, there's some jumping sections. They're, they're not platforming, but they're jumping sections. But mm-hmm. and also like, um, there were a lot of like sections where you have to avoid like a like a you're in space, right? You're in a space station, so you have to avoid like getting sucked into space. 
and I thought it was pretty cool. Oh, there's some parts where like there's these there's these floor uh, planks, right? When you step on them, the plank pull jumps up, like it, it pulls up and it flings off the enemies. Or there's some mm-hmm. parts where there's spikes around, and you can throw the enemies to the spikes, and it hurts them like a lot. Like each level has their own unique gimmicks that kind of stand out for it. It doesn't completely hurt the game for me because if it makes makes the game like have more variety for its uh, uh, not only its gameplay but its level design. I feel like they went all out with the level design. Streets of Rage 4 has those parts, but I don't think it did enough of it to make it as to me as comparable as Neon. Yeah. But of course, it, it did have enough of it though. Like I like when you're in the le- elevator, you can break the glass. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was, that was pretty fun. And you know, playing single player, I got to another elevator plenty of times. So. Yeah, and I did. I I actually like the dojo section because it it was like the perfect way to introduce you to because the, I think the game did a great job introducing you like what the game is about to come later. So the best part was level six when you get to the dojo section where, okay, this is where we're going to introduce you to piles of enemies. So you better do your best to, to survive that part. Yeah. I thought, well, it may be a difficulty spike. I think it did a great job introducing you to what the game will do to you later on because you, you'll you'll get those huge group of enemies, especially after level six. Yeah. But I feel like that was really well done. Okay. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, and then lastly... I mean, I complain about the gun, complain about the evading long-range attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk to to you about the online. And for you, I think the online went pretty smooth. I don't think you were paying attention necessarily to how the game was running, were you? I was. It was parts of it felt like it was slightly slowing down, but it wasn't yeah. terrible. It wasn't terrible. Like, it was still playable at the very least. Yeah, oh, of course. Of course, very playable. Like, I felt a little choppiness sometimes and yeah. yeah and then i went back to replay you know everything by myself and i did realize okay yes yeah, so uh, obviously that's not how the game is it was kind of choppy in these portions yeah. and it doesn't seem like it's because the game is running too much in the background it's just maybe it's a switch maybe it's nintendo maybe it's my internet i don't know who knows but yeah. i do it also another issue we have is like we got disconnected twice, right? Or three times. Yeah, two two times, actually. Yeah, and we, we, we had to restart the level, which is no big deal. The levels are fun. Yeah. But we wanted, to get, we wanted it to get through the game, you know, and it was a shame that we had to just replay that same part. But starting up the online is so easy. I, I love that. You know, we yeah. got right back into it in 20 seconds, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. luckily it's pretty quick, you know, Invite someone, bam, there you go. I like that. Just yes, yes. thing to do. And by the end of the day, like, um, I don't think any level, even in single player, took me more than 10 minutes. So it's like we only had to replay like five minutes of each stage that we maybe, did lose out progress. Maybe 11 minutes, depending how, you know, tough the level was. But yeah, most of them were just a, less than 10 minutes or so. Yeah, yes, yeah. maybe for you, but not for me. After, no, I mean, after level six, the level got shorter. Like, I actually noticed on my first playthrough, like, the later levels, they actually got really short. Yeah, so that's another side. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's all, that's, those are my gripes for Street to Rage 4. I don't know when they're going to make the next one. Oh, I, I would love if they do, like, a three consecutive games like they did back in the 90s, but, you know, what can you do? It's probably going to take um, a couple of years off, you know. I hope this game does well. And the cells has been out for a month. I don't know how well it's been doing, but I loved it. You know, it, it's it's been a perfect introduction for me for beat 'em ups. You know, so yeah, it's I think it's a it's a welcome return for the series, and 
I honestly do think, well, uh, I do like some portions like a little more from the second game. I think overall it is the best Streets of Rage game because uh, I just think the, the, game, the gameplay is just easy to pick up and play. It's easy to play but hard to master, which is basically all the games were easy to play but hard to master. And mm-hmm. they were for doing that. Oh, I forgot to mention, like, uh, every single Streets of Rage game since the first game, when an enemy throws you, you can stand on your feet. And I feel like in the fourth game, they made it the easiest to do that. A lot mm-hmm. easier. But yes, I, I'm actually still not sure how you do that because sometimes I just spam any button and, and I land on my feet. So it just you, seems like you got to press a button before you, you land. You have to press up and jump at the as soon as you land. But there is sometimes where I would press A and I would land. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just my mind playing games with me. But yeah, I felt like I could press anything and land. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I wasn't really paying that much attention to that landing part. I don't yeah. know why. It, it's very useful to land and keep attacking, you know, and everything. But um, if I didn't make it, I didn't make it, you know. I, I got up one second later and continued my combos. So, yeah. Well, just one question, just a story. Mm-hmm. What the heck happened to Mr. X? Because he didn't die in the dark game. In fact, when you, when you get the true ending, he's he's not even, he's like a, he's like watching you on a television screen and he breaks the glass. I'm like, oh, so he's still alive. But in this mm-hmm. game, he's not even in the game at all. His His kids are the villains in this game, but where is Mr. X? <laughs> yeah, I kind of noticed that. I feel like nobody died from this game because, yeah, like, for example, when you beat, what was the guy's name? Max, the big, the big guy? Yeah. The big guy. I, I'm surprised he's not playable. Uh, unless he is, if, if uh, unless we haven't like played enough of it to unlock him, but. No, I'm, I don't think so. Because Max was playable in the second and third game. Mm. No, you're going to unlock him for those, that character. Yeah, I've unlocked it for the second one. Oh wait, Max, the the wrestler. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, that's, okay. that's the first, uh, second uh, Streets of Rage two character in lot. Yeah. Oh. And okay. he, he feels terrible to me. I don't like playing with him, but. Um, yeah. Uh, what about? Did, um, I wonder if um, uh, uh, I I like the little cameos the, in the bar section when you you see the uh, bartenders, the kangaroo. Uh, I think. Yeah. I think his name was Rocco. Was it? I I actually don't remember his name, but he's actually a character in the third game. So what's cool is um there's a boss right it's him and, and the jester if you beat the jester you unlock the uh the, the kangaroo. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's, he's not he's not very useful but he's pretty cool. So I wonder if he's a lockable character. Okay. Yeah. yeah yeah I'm pretty sure he is. I I I looked I peeked at the full roster, and I I immediately closed the window because I want to unlock the full roster myself and. You know, I I enjoy playing each each with each character at least one stage, just to see you know what character I like the most. And for yeah. the most part, I I'm just sticking with you know my main characters. You know, and I always go back because I always think, okay, my character does this better. I like my character because of this. You know, it feels faster and everything. So yeah, it's kind of hard to convince me otherwise. You know, I don't like any of the Streets of Rage two characters I have so far right now. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I like um, what was I gonna say? I do like the fact that you can actually play four-player mode. I actually found that out. Like you can play up to four people. Yes, yes, and I would like to try that out. I did. I did um, take notice of that, and I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna give it a try um, eventually. But yeah, yeah, I did. I did enjoy that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So in general, you know, I, I really, I, I love the game. You know, there's not a game that I've beaten three times like this, like I mentioned before, and. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't have any rating system. I'm not gonna give it a ten out of ten because, um, you know, I can give many games ten out of ten. They're completely different. Yeah. 
yeah. but I, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed every part of this game. You know, just small issues, but we we work around it, and you still enjoy it. Um, online was amazing. Other than disconnecting sometimes, you know, yeah. um, art style beautiful, the music's amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah, overall perfect game, short and sweet. I feel like if it was twice as long, if it had 24 stages, I wouldn't be complaining. You know, it, yeah. it's not a big deal to me, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully they make another one soon. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else you want to say? Honestly, uh, I'm just glad Sega, you know, brought back a death franchise because they have a lot of them that they need to bring back. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, I hope it, I hope, it, I, that's why I'm hoping it does well, you know. Yeah, like if uh, hopefully this does well enough to, for a sequel, but I would like it for them to bring back like Golden Axe because I know the series I actually do like. It's a beat 'em up series too, but it's a fantasy style uh, beat 'em up. And they, well, they did make some modern games. Uh, it, they were like the one in 360, which is not good from what I hear. So now, like since Reese Rage is back, oh, it'll be cool if they bring that back too. Like there's a lot of Sega franchises I would like for them to bring back, but <laughs> Golden Axe is one of them I want back. Yeah, uh, my one of mine is Super Monkey Ball. We'll, we'll get that soon. <laughs> I mean, you're at least that, that's getting a game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the end of that's the end of the series. That's the end of the podcast. 